0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. In my week's absence, it seems uh, the energy crisis has not been solved. Uh, Vintners Federation uh, today calling for a fifteen percent tax cut on alcohol duties to help them through the winter that is on the way, and as well as uh, the hospitality industry, lots of other businesses around the country struggling as they face increasingly uncertain season Duncan Graham is Managing Director for Retail Excellence Ireland and he's with me in studio Duncan you're welcome to the studio Um, it's good to see you Um, how is or how uh, are members your members how are they preparing for the winter
1: yeah look I think I would say the word caution is okay. probably the big watchword. I think uh, if you were to look at retail since the reopening of, after Covid, which was May of last year, I think things were pretty good, uh, barring those sort of strange periods over Christmas of, uh, that we all remember. Um, and since then, things were, you know, progressing a nice way through, even with the Ukraine situation, things were progressing reasonably well uh, through until probably the middle of this year, June, July time. Uh, we then had that warm weather, which uh, you know, was great for tourism, great for hospitality, um, but did te- keep people out of the shops certainly in the city centres mm. um, you know we've had a very mixed period we've had tourism back and yet you know we've had uh, warm weather that perhaps kept pe- some people out and now I think what we're facing into is a lot of caution a lot of concern about energy costs in particular but over and above that you know we've also got issues like supply chain issues uh, we've still got some staffing issues um, so it, we're facing into what will be a really tough run into Christmas and I think we're going to see people battening down the hatches between now and probably the end of October, early November uh, and then potentially, you know, hoping for a bit of a splurge at Christmas. But it's going to be tough.
0: And what would you like to see the government do in the next few weeks in the budget to help out your members?
1: Yeah, so absolutely the big priority is energy costs and, you know, some form of capping of these energy costs because what we're seeing at the moment is people coming to us who are looking at double the energy costs that they were paying this time last year in some cases triple those costs and they're wondering what to do you know should they stick with the wholesale rate or should they now fix again and really we need the government to step in and provide some form of subsidy or some form of support when it comes to energy costs I think that is vitally important you know but over and above that I think there are things like you know the move towards sustainable retailing more support with the move towards sustainable retailing and then potentially you know you look at our VAT rate which is still one of the highest in Europe Um, you know through Covid we reduced that down to to twenty percent for a period of time, I think we need to be looking at things like that again
0: uh, so you're kind of you're talking about kind of crisis measures to get you through the winter and then long term measures uh, uh, to, to to make businesses more sustainable and that 's the word that you used yourself um In in terms of this winter though some of the concerns you have I can't imagine government solving staff shortages for example Mm -hmm. that's just something that uh, companies and businesses are just going to have to try and deal with as best they can is it?
1: Yeah but look we've been talking to the Department of Social Protection recently for example around the jobs.ie website and the need to to start looking at other angles uh, in terms of people so you know there's a lot of retired or semi-retired folk out there who could be looking at careers in retail running up to Christmas so you know those are things if you look at the whole dynamic of staffing in retail over the last uh, year or so, it's changed with COVID. So a lot of those people that were sustaining retail, you know, this, uh, have perhaps moved out of the country during COVID and that's left gaps, sure, gaps for, for Irish people to take up. But, you know, there's still a, there's still a big gap. We, re- we estimate probably up to 20,000 people that are short in terms of the retail setup at the moment. So, you know, we really need to encourage those people back and we need government support in order to do that.
0: Yeah, although we, we're at like what's considered full employment by economists, you know, you can do all the encouraging you want. We're not really realistically going to get the unemployment level below whatever it is, 4.5% at the moment, are we? No, and I, you know, and I think we're looking at that and I think we need to look at novel ways.
1: And, you know, certainly the industry is looking at, you know, how do we attract People perhaps to go from from other industries and look at retail as a career. You know, it has been a career based on very much on customer service and serving people over you know la- the last number of years, so almost from time immemorial. That's been the, the view. But you look at some of the jobs that are now on uh, on offer in retail, e-commerce jobs, logistics jobs, things like that. We've got to create an exciting opportunity to bring people into the retail environment, and that's our task as much as it is to government. Uh,
0: do you worry uh, that some of your members might not be your members come the springtime? That they might have showed their doors.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, we've, we've had these conversations through COVID as well, and retail has been incredibly adaptable. But, you know, when you are facing into a doubling on your energy costs, when you're facing into rising interest rates, when you're facing into, you know, cost of living challenges like we are at the moment, then there's no doubt that it's going to be tight and it's going to be tough.
0: All right. Well, listen, I want to get a sense of how tight and how tough it is uh, out there for businesses. JP McMahon, the chef, the author and the restaurateur is with me. JP, how are you feeling the pinch?
2: Yeah, just as you were saying there, I mean, our, our energy has trebled in CAVA. So our, our unit prices has, has gone up from about 20. Well, the 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 overall has gone up at 25,000 to about 75. And I don't know if it's going to stop there. I mean, the same staff shortages. Uh, I'm sure you know, we're closing one of our premises um, at the end of this week. So um, and I suppose it was just a decision we had to make in terms of staffing and uh, energy costs and also um, inflation in terms of wages, but also in terms of uh, prices and and trying to still, I suppose, break even at the end of the day.
0: You and I spoke about this before, though, and you also suggested like, we might have too many restaurants in Ireland.
2: That's that's possibly true. And maybe we have too many shops. Uh, like if you if you're saying employment is full and. Like at least five places have closed in Galway. Uh, is that is is that the market self regulating? I I don't know. I mean, some of the city centres, I think could possibly do more to attract people into them i think more pedestrianization is needed in, in some city centers and uh, and kind of look at the european model but yeah look it, i don't think there's any one answer um that uh like the government can just wave a magic wand and uh uh it's just it's going to. i think it's going to be a difficult uh, a difficult winter on uh, particularly mm-hmm. until next until next march and we'll see how tourism is sustained over the over the winter period
0: yeah they don't have a magic wand they do have some powers though what would you like to see government do
2: like I I I think a relaxation on some of the visas for people outside the EU I mean we just cannot get staff uh, chefs or front of house at the moment and uh, if maybe the the Irish people, I suppose, have a have a uh, better opportunities in terms of working in tech and that, and I think there's less and less Irish people wanting to work in hospitality and uh, and retail. I don't know if there's that much can be done on the VAT. I mean, the VAT already for tourism is is nine percent. I I wouldn't like to see it go up, uh, but there definitely, I think the the biggest thing is energy costs because if that doesn't stop, I think a lot of places are just going to have to fold. Um, our latest provider said it might go up again. So that means it would quadruple. And, and there's no amount of money you can put on the on the menu uh, to to combat that. So I, I think some sort of capping on uh, on energy costs would be would be helpful.
0: Duncan, are local authorities doing enough to make the high street an attractive place for the punter to go?
1: I think there are some good plans to make the high street attractive for the punter to go to and I think you know issues like security, safety, things like that need to be looked at. Uh, I think certain towns and cities across the country have done a great job. I was in Cork last week and I thought you know some of the pedestrianisation and, and the, the outdoor dining in Cork has been extremely good um, and yet I think other, other towns and cities are behind the curve. So I think there is some support from central government that's needed mm. in this and I think you know, a lot of this is about businesses coming together as well. You know, you can start just to turn the, the flywheel in the other direction a bit on some of this, you know, even by starting with the street at the time and just having a bit of pride in what you do. Because,
0: you know, sometimes the, the narrative is that it's the hospitality industry who are supportive of pedestrianisation. It's retail who are less supportive. They like the idea people can drive in, buy goods and put them in the boot of the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, and that's... that's buy that's, goods and that, put them in the boot of the car.
1: That's, that's right to a certain extent. But I think it needs to be a balanced approach. And I think sometimes what we've seen coming from Um, from from local authorities has been simply this drive towards pedestrianisation without the considerations of, you know, getting people in, parking, you know, how do we find our way around our towns and cities once we've introduced this pedestrianisation? That's been a
0: a big issue of late and, uh,
1: you know, I think there's a lot of work still to be done on that score.
0: Gina Murphy is with us as well the proprietor of of Hugo's Restaurant in Row in Dublin. Uh, Gina, what would you like to see the government do in the budget?
3: Um, well i think we 've uh, the, the two gentlemen there have touched on a huge amount of the points that I would um, also look for, and that is obviously the energy costs I mean like JP my average gas and electric bill, say in two thousand and nineteen was two thousand four hundred and ten euros a month i 'm now at six thousand three hundred, so it 's a very obvious. But invisible cost to the business that the consumer doesn 't see you can 't put gas and electric on a menu and charge for it so it's, it 's the costs that are pushing up prices for us on our menus, but it 's not a tangible product um, with regards to the staffing issue obviously we we lost all our staffs because you know um, these were people that used to make it substantially more money than the 350 euros that they received during COVID. So they left the industry. And after two years, you know, they're not coming back. They've changed their lives. They've changed their livelihoods. Um, and the way their families operate. So, you know, they're not coming back to work nights and weekends. So that's where our shortage is. So yes, on the work visas to get people into the country from other countries who are willing to, to come and um, join the hospitality industry. Um, with regards to the pedestrianisation, obviously you all know I've been banging this drum for a long mm-hmm. time um, <laughs> and trying to get Dublin a little bit more people-friendly because... And we also need accommodation. I mean, the staff accommodation costs are huge. like, I had had two of my staff couch surfing for 12 weeks before we could find an apartment for them. And we only got an apartment by the luck of the gods. That's not sustainable. And, you know, we can't get people to work in the city centres if they can't live nearby. So all these issues have to be addressed. And they all, you know, everything has a knock-on effect. I mean, you know people might say oh you're using the war in ukraine the war in ukraine has had a massive effect on costs throughout small businesses in ireland because it it affects the fuel costs Mm. everybody needs fuel to get products to market whether it's the farmer tilling the fields he needs fuel for his tractors or whether it's you know the um fish producers everybody needs electricity that it's it's just it's a domino effect um and we can't keep suppressing our prices because of. So everything has to go up. And like we see inflation today, I mean, grocery inflation today was put at 9.5%. But that's the highest in 14 years. I mean, this is all going to have a knock on effect. So what what would I like to see done? It's, it's a, a huge scoping package. But I mean, accommodation is a massive Massive crisis. And, and we cannot expect to keep businesses going yeah. if people don't have places to live I, in.
0: And so, one of the first words that Duncan used when he came into studio was caution. Caution being the watchword for the, the season ahead. Is- I mean, w- w- would that be a sentiment you agree with? Is that the word that you and your, your colleagues and competitors in the industry use? Is that how you feel?
3: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're watching every single penny. We have to. I mean, we, we have to be prudent operators. You know, I'm responsible for people's livelihoods. People depend on me for their living. And if I don't make prudent decisions, then I put their livelihoods in jeopardy. So it it's a responsibility that I have to carry, and that is to run a proper business. And if costs are increasing, then I have to be very careful about how everything is managed further from there.
0: Gina Murphy, proprietor of Hugo's Restaurant. J.P. McMahon, chef, author and restaurateur. And Duncan Graham, managing director with Retail Excellence Ireland. Thank you all very much uh, for joining me for that discussion. We'll continue uh, the discussion uh, after five o'clock. Danny McCoy from IBEC is going to be joining me uh, in studio. They have their pre-budget submission out uh, today. We'll find out exactly what they would like to see uh, government do. I suspect reducing energy costs will be high on their agenda, as it is everybody else's, as it is, I'm sure, yours at home as well. 53106 the text number if you want to get in touch. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Coddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.